friends. Happy Monday. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. So happy to be here with you today and another week. And it's our final week of That Sounds Fun Couples 2019. I have loved it, y'all. I have just loved every minute of it from the podcast to Jessica Mack and her husband, Dre, to the Bethkeys, to the girls from She Reads Truth that talked about Lint, but also about friendship and having a significant other working partnership. The Dickersons, Russell and Kaylee, didn't you just love them? The Brocks, everybody loved it. The Corsinis last week, and then today. Hey, listen, by the way, the music in the background is from our good buddy, Mr. John McLaughlin. Make sure you've downloaded his new album, Angst and Grace. So we've had a great month. We finish it up this week. Today on the show is one of my favorite young couples that I am friends with, but mainly watching their lives through Instagram and YouTube, and I just adore them. Andrew East was a student at Vanderbilt. That's when I met him was when he was friends with my Vandy bros. And now he is a professional football player. Sean East, Sean Johnson East, you probably remember her as an Olympic gold medalist in gymnastics. And today they sat down with me and we just talked about their lives and how they met and what God's doing. And I think you're really going to enjoy it. I'm really thoughtful about who I introduced y'all to. And this one was an easy yes. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Andrew and Sean East. Um, You guys, thanks for making time to do this. Yeah, thank you. Wait, do you live? I need to know some things. Okay. Because Insta Story tells me yes. you're buying a house, but we're going to watch the whole process on YouTube. Yes. But you're buying it here. Yes. That's great. Well, yes. You'll have to wait to find out. You'll have to watch. Oh, sorry. It. Which, si- which city? <laughs> yeah. Oh, come she on. She did say this it on her Insta Story. She said Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because okay. the first episode right. we already released and we announced where we're buying it. I guess I need to watch your Insta Story. We're buying, <laughs> we're buying a house in Nashville. Right. We already have a house in Nashville. But okay. We had a house in Nashville and LA. Yeah. And we wanted to just get rid of one and right. make one place like home home. What was the call for the split? Why why LA and Nashville? What did you was work just requiring you to be in both places? I feel like in LA, most like the digital scene is out there at the yeah. moment. Yeah. And so we spent the past year going back and forth trying to like build our online presence. Yeah. And we did a decent job and I feel like we got like a foundation made uh-huh. that we could come home and just do it from here. That's brilliant. Yeah. And thinking about raising a family, we both were raised in the Midwest, so Nashville's yeah. much more our vibe than L.A., which is, gets a little crazy. Yes. It gets a little crazy. Yeah, I would imagine it wouldn't, like, I don't know a lot of people who stay there long-term that don't have, like, celebrity yeah. lives, yeah. who are able to have a lot of help and da-da-da-da. There's yeah. not, but. Right. Who live in, like, Malibu on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Them. Yeah. They can do that. <laughs> Y'all can be them. I have no, been, I mean, this is jumping in real deep real quick, but I have, as I've been watching, I haven't known you as long, Sean, but mm-hmm. I've, Andrew, you were bros with all my Vandy bros. Okay. When they are like the Connor Harrells of the world and yeah. all those. Yeah. So That's I've right. known you through them for forever. Mm-hmm. But I've been watching y'all make your online content. <laughs> Tell me, is that your full-time job? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And so the goal, <laughs> so tell me the goal. So it's what do you it's love evolved. so much about it? It's evolved. Yeah. It wasn't our full-time job. And then we started doing it and we loved it. And then yeah. we realized that there's got to be something more to it. So that's that's a phase we're at now where it's like, okay, now we have a goal in mind where yeah. ultimately our goal is to really inspire people. I feel like that right now there's like a really negative connotation to like committed relationships. Yes. So a lot of our content is about 
our marriage and like the ups and downs of it, but just trying to show people, in our opinion, the most fulfilling life is like having a really strong, committed relationship. You're really smacking that table hard. (laughs) (laughs) But so... <laughs> yeah, you. that's what I I mean, I didn't want to answer for you, but what I am yeah. observing yeah. is y'all are really spending all your time modeling for others how to be in a healthy committed relationship. We try, which modeling the good and bad. We, we, yeah, try, to, we try to be transparent. Saying, we yeah. have we have very good and very bad times, but uh which is normal. People always expect it to be 100% great, which yeah. is never the case. Yeah. But I feel like what we what we've kind of been working on for the past year or two, even since we started dating, was I came from being known as like the gymnast. Yeah. And Andrew came gold medal gymnast, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you. Not your average. Thank you weren't just a gymnast. And Andrew good. was kind of titled as the football player. And yeah. so I feel Nobody like knew Andrew. Yeah. Nobody that's, knew Andrew. Not true. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew was untitled. But I feel like <laughs> I feel like we've just spent the past two years almost confusing people to a point where they don't know how to title us. And now we're trying to direct them into a, a way where they define us and title us as, mm. like, as like these influencers and like kind of the couple, the couple. Well, yeah, the couple. Because sure. here's the thing. Sean had a bunch of followers just because she has awesome fans, right? Yeah. And so we started off just like posting random stuff. And, and it's now, just so easy to fall in love with Olympians, right? Like, I mean, it's just a thing that America yeah. loves to do. We love watching you win. Yeah, and oh, so it was you. easy to fall in love with y'all. Yeah, especially when they're as cute as Sean. Well, that's uh, what I. You didn't even uh, watch me. Oh <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So sorry, keep going. Well, so it's you. it's so easy. Like she didn't. You have built a following. Like you're known for mm-hmm. your books and all this awesome, like, kind of purposeful content. Mm-hmm. Sean, as and as athletes, it's just like, oh, people follow you because they like what you did in mm-hmm. the Olympics. Yeah, and it's like you don't really start off with a purpose necessarily. Oh, and yeah. so we've really been trying to push towards having like a purpose beyond just athletes. And so now, now we've like this this YouTube series we've been doing all about relationship series. People, yeah, people have loved it. And yeah, like looking at doing a tour. Hopefully, like uh, my goal Come is on. to is to speak in front of one million people live. Um, like doing a tour to to try to influence people's perspectives. One million. Do you have a start and a I'm stop date? Like there. you want to do a million people in 2020 or Whoa. a million people? Yeah. You just have a Why million not? in your heart. The Lord just Let's you. Talk the Lord about or do you this. want like a million at one time? Oh. I'm not. No, not one time. Okay. I'm not, I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> you just want to start adding. Yeah. Up and over go, a tour. Like, that yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That yeah. is awesome. awesome. Yeah. But yeah, we've talked about doing books. We've talked about doing like a couple of podcasts. We've talked about. Just now that we have like the following that wants to see content outside of gymnastics, yeah. we're trying to like brand ourselves in a, a specific path. Though the um, stuff y'all did on trampolines a few weeks ago was really enjoyable. The, gym, <laughs> the gymnastic touches, I'm, I'm really you like grateful it. for. You. People, you look great doing it, Sean. Andrew, you look What are you trying to say, Annie? Awesome. Let's, let's you look hilarious. <laughs> it's so frustrating to me as his wife Yeah. that for some reason, I love you, but you cannot learn gymnastics. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's so frustrating. Sean has zero patience with me. You when don't it comes listen to, learning. to me. Yeah, you're like, I need someone to teach me how to do this the right way, and I'm like, hello. You're like, literally, I am the best in I the world. Am. Yeah, he actually went on Instagram the other day and posted himself doing a flip, falling like going through our drywall, pretty yeah. much, and he asked for advice from Instagram. <laughs> And I was like, you know. <laughs> You're like, I'm right here. Uh, yeah. So can I tell you something real quick, yes. Annie? So Sean was trying to teach me this thing called a kip in gymnastics. I for, don't know that word, yeah. So it's like when you're able to get 
essentially like a muscle up. You know what that yeah, is? It's one uh-huh. of like the foundational technical yeah. skills of gymnastics, she, but it's one of the hardest things. To she learn. tried to teach okay. me for three months. Okay. Okay. I was I went in by myself to practice on a bar, and there's a little six year old girl who was like, you're doing it wrong. And oh. she literally in five minutes, she taught me how to do because it. Because you actually listened so, to the situation. But Sean's expectations are so high. I'm just not the athlete that <laughs> you are. So you got you to gotta dumb it down for me, you know? So, <laughs> Will you back up and tell us, for the people who don't know, how, how'd mm-hmm. you guys meet? How did you end up here? He, you were Vanderbilt, yeah. right, Andrew? How did Let's, you end up here, yeah. Sean? Um, very randomly. Um, so I ended up retiring right before the 2012 Olympics. I ended up going to the Olympics to work. I was commentating a Mm -hmm. USA track cycling event, random, and met one of the USA track cyclists that was competing. His name was Guy East. We talked for hours, and at the end of the conversation, he said, you need to meet my younger brother. I think he'd be perfect for him. Oh, my gosh. Why does that almost make me feel like crying? That is so sweet. Yeah, and I thought he was crazy. crazy. I was like, this is weird. And what country was 2012? Where were you? London. London. So... I was like, okay, is he here? And he's like, no, he's back in Nashville. He goes to Vanderbilt University. And I was like, well, how is that ever going to work? I was living in Los Angeles at the time. I was on Dancing with the Stars, All Stars. Yes. He actually flew out to meet me. Oh, so Guy calls you, Andrew, and is like, listen. Yeah. (laughs) And they both fly out. Fortunately, he was dating somebody or else he probably would have been, you know, (laughs) This would be a very different story. Exactly. (laughs) Which, you you say that in interviews, but then it weirds me out now because it's my brother. Right, right. Because then you have to, like, see him all the time. You're like, yeah, I don't like this. Yeah. Uh, Um, But we met in Los Angeles and we went on one date. I was not interested at all. Really? She stood me up for nine months, Annie. Nine Nine months. He pursued me for, like, hard for like nine months i agreed to go on a second date and i fell head over heels it's probably the most desperate Wait. i've ever been i was sending like right. eight texts with no response it was it was why kinda... did you not give up um i, I did love this story well <laughs> <laughs> there were points where i gave up i i had because nine months I, is a long time we can say it in a sentence so like so for nine time. months but like if you're living nine months between yeah. when you spoke to the girl you liked and when you spoke yeah. to her again I went on dates with other girls. Yeah. Um, You're like, hey, these are listeners. I wasn't desperate. I wasn't alone. Don't worry. I didn't wait, you know, that much. But um, <laughs> um, but when you're going on dates with the other girls, are you like, this could work? Or are you like, uh, I wish Sean Or are you telling the well, other so girls, the, oh, so I'm the thing secretly was, texting someone else that I really <laughs> wish would respond to no, me? It's, I, would, I would send like legit eight texts with no response. But And I would be ready Long to send text. a ninth. And I'd be like, all right, this is the last test. I'm texting I'm going to send. If she doesn't respond, yeah. I'm out. I'm done. And then she yeah. would respond. I'm like, game on. Here right, we go. Right. And then I would ghost him again for another month. Yeah. Why? You so just she weren't kept into te- it. I was coming off a really long relationship. Okay. I dated a guy for almost five years. Oh, wow. That ended my career in gymnastics ended. I was on Dancing with the Stars. I just wasn't in a place for a relationship. Yeah. And I... Like, my heart wasn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. And finally, I got so annoyed with this guy, Andrew, for texting me and, like, not giving up. And I was like, oh, whatever. Fine. I'll go on another date with you. Yeah. Wow. And then on that date, I was like, I'm going to marry him. Really? You thought that on the second date? <laughs> he was, yeah, kind of. Did you think that that early? I mean, we, you didn't hit, give up for some reason. We hit the ground running pretty hard after. Yeah. So I, I brought her to the CMA Fest was our second okay. date. Yeah. And uh, she loved that. She loves yeah. country music. And then after that, it was like, like we were, we were, hit, I, our third date was her uh, coming to my brother's wedding. The, oh, the one wow. That introduced Not them, intimidating so. at all. <laughs> yeah. Right. And we land, it was in San Diego. So I had to fly out for it. Oh, right. We land and he's like, peace out. I'm in the wedding. You have fun with my family oh, right. today. 
Oh, Sean, you're kidding. Oh, and I, I, I shared rooms her. with them. I had to test her. <gasps> you shared rooms with his siblings? Oh, shared, with his shared sisters. Shared a bed. Shared a bed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I shared a bed with his sister. On the third date. Third date. Uh, and I was like, oh, <laughs> my gosh. I'd have been like, you know what? I'm going to get a room. But you, oh. you just like went for it. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. really impressive. I'm sweating thinking yeah. about it. It was just like. Yeah. And then every picture that was taken, they'd be like, Sean, can you take the picture for us? I'm like, oh, oh for sure. I get this. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. Wow. Mm-hmm. But you were already like, I'm in. Yeah. Did either of you, what was your faith like when y'all met? Y'all are already Christians? Yes. Yeah. How was he weaving in your heart? Like, what were you hearing when this was going on? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. yeah <laughs> um, have y'all answered these questions a thousand times? So. Not that one, which is amazing. Okay. I like that question. Okay. Um, so for me, I was like born into a Christian family, but not like a church going family. And I never really had all the information that I wanted, but I was very curious. Mm. Like I traveled by myself all over the world starting when I was 12. And I always found like a bigger purpose in God. And I would always like pray to God. And my mom taught me that, but I didn't know like all the answers. And when I started dating, I felt like I was dating boys, men, whatever you you call them, that just weren't, they weren't the leaders that I really needed. And I didn't know I needed that. Yeah. And so when I went on the first date with Andrew, it was the first guy who like was traditional to like the like by the book. He would pull out my chair, he would open the door, he would pray before every meal. And I was almost intimidated by it, but it's oh, wow. exactly what I wanted. Mm. It's what I dreamt of as a little girl. And then when we went on a second date and I kind of saw that it wasn't a show, it was truly who he was. I was kind of like, this is really what I want. In life, I want someone to lead me in my faith and kind of teach me about it more. And he was not shy about it. And I just, yeah. I loved it. I think I was like on our second date, you took me to church the next, like. Crosspoint. Yeah. yeah. Crosspoint. Yeah. 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 Yep. And it was just amazing. I loved it. Yeah. Was God saying anything to you in that nine month window or were you just listening to your own like desire and like your own like want it? I think most of it was was own desire. Which but is the, fine because that's yeah. the Lord too. I just yeah. didn't know if the, you had heard like a do a thing or if it was just like I was trusting my instincts and my guts. And Here's the interesting thing about that in the Christian dating culture. I feel like a lot of people are hesitant to go on dates or like, right. or like jump into some type of commitment, whatever level, because they're waiting for God to tell them something. Come and I, I, I truly believe like, look, it's, it's probably better to like, God gave you passions and uh, like uh, attractions and I'm sorry. <laughs> and all these things yeah. that I, I think are f- fine to listen to. Now you need I to keep agree. them in check to a certain yeah. extent. But um, the interesting thing about uh, our story from my side was I, w- I was raised in a very traditional Christian household that I'm so thankful for. And I had dated, uh, for the most part, like really, you know, like the missionary type girls mm-hmm. who like knew every scripture and, and, you know, could just recite it all to you. And with Sean, when we started dating, my family was like kind of hesitant. They were like kind of pushing back, like, oh, well, you know, I was trying to talk to her about today's daily devotional and she didn't necessarily know the Bible verse. But what I saw in Sean was like this amazing faith. Mm-hmm. Like she trusted God and had a relationship with God that I... I think um, was something that I aspired to, where it's like, yeah. you know, it's so easy to get um, kind of legalistic in faith. And Sean was just like really passionate in like a loving way towards uh, her creator. And so that was really attractive to me. And um, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that point of view. I think one of the things that 
Christian culture does poorly in dating is making you feel like a date has to really matter mm-hmm. versus like, what if y'all, like you can't figure out if you want to marry somebody unless you eat a lot of meals with them right. <laughs> and like spend time yeah. with right. them. So if you know on the first date, if you feel like you have to know on the first date, you are probably going to miss some really fun experiences. Right. I would think. And, yeah, and there's a balance. Like you you, you want to have a certain perspective like, hey, I'm in this to like actually find a spouse is, was mm-hmm. at least our perspective. Yeah. But there's some leeway where it's like, you know, I'm not going to know the first date. Like right. you just, you have to essentially enjoy each other's company and find out if you're a match. So, so yeah. is that what made you move to Nashville? Him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I told everyone it wasn't for him. Yeah. This is breaking was. news. I think this is the first time she's publicly uh, no. admitted <laughs> that she yes, moved to I'm Nashville for me. I'll take it. I'll take well, it. Well, okay. So in that story too, we were really early on. I moved here in October and we like officially started dating in July. So it wasn't that much time. Oh, you were only by. three months in, really. And every single She's person crazy. said I was crazy. Oh, <laughs> but in my opinion, I wasn't like moving here and moving in with him. Like that right. wasn't a question. But for me, I knew I liked him enough that I wanted to give it an actual shot. And I didn't mm-hmm. think we could have that shot unless we were in the same city. And for me, I had the flexibility that I could move. And I was yeah. like, well, he's worth it. He was in college. I wasn't going to expect him to move to Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to move to Nashville. I'm going to give this a shot. If it doesn't work, no, like, no harm. Right. But how long? It. So you, you moved here in October, and when did y'all get engaged? Uh, two and a half years later. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all dated for two and a half years. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was still in college. Right. And then I got picked up by the Chiefs. Yeah. And then we got engaged that first summer I, after I graduated. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So y'all were fine. I mean, you knew on the second date in two and a half years, <laughs> y'all dated. I knew. That's impressive. I didn't know he was like the one I was going to marry. Yeah. I just knew something in my heart was saying like, I hope this one works out. But yeah, we were reading, really uh, you've heard of Timothy Keller's book, The Meaning oh, of Marriage. Yeah, it's so good. I think he had read me read that, that book. <laughs> we, we went through that together like yeah. eight months after we started dating. Or he, he bought me that book and I was like, uh, <laughs> is this a proposal? Like, Go ahead and read this. But, I'll, I'll propose in about a year and a half. Literally, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all read so, Meaning of Marriage together. Which I think whether you're looking at getting married or not, like if you're even just dating, yeah. I think it's I think it like so clearly communicates the importance and the impact that relationships can have on any level. So I, I, I've I, read it when I was dating no one. Oh my because God. Yeah. It, it just is it's like an amazing it's amazing. Book. There's so much to learn oh from it. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Okay. So someone listening out there is like, okay, I want to get ready to get married. And we have a lot of people listening who are already married. We're gonna talk to them too. But the people who want to date well they should read timothy keller what else absolutely what else would you tell them to do uh the bob goff one love does love Love does does. okay so good how would you tell what would you tell them to do with their time where should they be what should they be doing i have different opinions of like this of this because i feel like kind of like andrew brought up earlier we came from different christian backgrounds pretty much his was very traditional mine wasn't but yet I had such a firm belief in who the Lord was and that he was my maker creator and I answered to him. Yeah. And so for me, I felt like watching the more traditional side, there was always this like, you have to be doing this. You have to Mm. be saying this. I definitely think there's a moral code and there are things you should and should not do. But I also don't believe that you have to be in church every day to meet your, your spouse. Yeah. I think you can go to the gym. I think you can hang out 
at a restaurant. I think, I mean, I don't think there is a, a, a list of places to go and things to do to meet the right person. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. I would say. <laughs> Andrew said, I like your wheels like, are turning. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's good. Keep going. I think that a lot of times there's like the spirit of desperation when people are dating, which mm. a lot of times can be off-putting. Like okay. to, to maybe that person you're going on a date with. Yeah. Like, just like we were talking about, like you don't want to go into a date saying, I better find out by the end of this if you're, if you're going to be the person I marry or not. Because mm-hmm. that really affects how you communicate and it affects. Right. Ultimately, like my advice would be this. God gave you passions. Mm-hmm. Get involved in activities that are in line with that passion. And then I truly believe that when you are in these groups, whether it's like rock climbing or you're in a band or like whatever, you will probably overlap with somebody that you're attracted to for one reason or another, and then go on dates and see what happens from there. That would yeah. be that would be my advice. But don't don't try to force anything. I think absolutely put yourself in situations where you you would find a person that you want to be attracted to. So you know, not to to uh, make a cliche point, but like likely if, if you're a Christian and you take your faith seriously, it's probably going to be better to meet a potential spouse in church or in a you know small group, wherever that is, mm-hmm. as opposed to tr- hoping that you're going to bump into somebody at a bar on Saturday. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like just put yourself in a context of, of the person that you would want to be with. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think also one more thing. Say just as much as I love this. We have a lot of friends who are kind of in that, that phase where they're looking for a spouse. Yeah. And they have these lists in their mind of, I need my spouse to be, you know, this, this, and that. And if they don't have that, then it's not even worth going on a date. Mm-hmm. And I would challenge that and say, yeah, do that. <laughs> I had my list and don't take this offensively, babe. It wasn't you. And I think on my first date, when we were hanging out, I was kind of like, well, he doesn't have this, this, and that. So, it's not worth going on a second date for. And I didn't even allow myself to open up my heart to you. And I mean, fast forward, I was sitting with my husband. Yeah. I just think, I think we all have this image of exactly who it is we're going to marry. And I think we're all very, very wrong. Mm-hmm. So I think you should truly give everyone a shot because you will be so pleasantly surprised. That will preach. <laughs> I mean, someone the other week literally said to me, I was, I mentioned a man to her and she said, well, I mean, he's not that much taller than you. And I was like, yeah, I let that go a <laughs> oh long time. Ago. Yeah. That is not a rule to me. And a lot of times, a lot of our lists, tell me if y'all have seen this in your friends too, but Annie, 10 years ago, a lot of my list was, I want him to be that. So it fights the insecurity in me. Oh, absolutely. And then it's like, well, actually, what if I just got happy with me? Yeah. And then he can be whatever he is. 100%. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm not looking for like certain physical attributes yeah. in order to make me feel better about Annie. Mm-hmm. Right. Where yeah. she was like, well, but he's not super tall. I was like, Ugh. Right, I don't yeah. care about that. Like, that's yeah. just not a thing for me because, uh, yeah. That, yeah, say what you it, feel. Well, it's just always so concerning to me. I feel like... I feel like <laughs> what if you're like, Annie, your life is very concerning to me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should kind of maybe stop and talk about this potential boy, but maybe <laughs> maybe, no, maybe another episode. <laughs> There's some time... I've had a close friend who didn't date a, a amazing, amazing mm-hmm. uh, potential... It, mm-hmm. was, it was a girl who was looking at dating a boy and she was like, he's not tall enough. It's like... 
what qualities are you putting emphasis on? Yeah. People like, uh, what is it? Zodiac signs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That just, I don't. What object. a waste. <laughs> yeah. What qualities are you putting emphasis on? Right. I think, bottom line, you having that perspective of let's work on Annie first, but, mm-hmm. and then whoever I date, like mm-hmm. they can be them, will honestly benefit so greatly if, if mm-hmm. ultimately marriage is in the cards. I think having that approach is going to be fantastic. But the best advice I was ever given um, was when you're looking at dating somebody, all that matters is her heart for you and her heart for the Lord. And then mm. everything else is style and style changes. Oh, that's so, brilliant. Yeah, I, I think that's so true. So, yeah. yeah. And I, I've heard over and over again, people say like, run hard after what you love and what you care about and look around and see who's near you. Right. Absolutely. And that, I mean, that's what you said. That, and, it, and it is borderline cliche, but it's that, but the reason cliches exist is because they're true. Right. And so if you just do, and that's what y'all did, y'all are both kind of doing you and it, and you looked around and there was the other. Yeah. And we, this whole month has been couples, all mm-hmm. of February is couples, and all of them have been married on purpose because I think that's really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's been cool to hear that that's kind of what everyone does. Is like I was doing me, and then and then God steps in in a moment and makes it work. Mm-hmm. We haven't had anybody that was like I was just like incredibly desperate and I stayed <laughs> home all the time, yeah. and God just handed her to me. It's well, like no, that doesn't work. I feel like another thing that we both realized when we started dating each other is the past relationships we were in, we found ourselves changing who we were to fit the other person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everyone does that at some point. They're yep. like, oh, I can make this work if I just change my passions or my hobbies or if like I change who my soul core of a being is. And we both got really tired of that. Yep. And I think that's why we ended our past relationships. And when we first started dating, we made a pact to one another. We said, I'm just going to be me. And if this works, it works. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, I don't want to have to go through that again. And I feel yeah. like people make that mistake a lot. Mm-hmm. They say, if only, like, I can I can make this work, which you can, but I don't think we're meant to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. I actually think what she's saying ultimately is, is, is really bad in the Christian community too. Like, I always tell Sean, like, I was a president of FCA in college and yep. had, yeah, you have were. done that, like, <laughs> church leadership more yeah. or less my whole life. And you know, there's like a lingo to it. There's, hey, how's your heart? Or how's your relationship with Jesus? And like yeah. just the tone that people take. And I feel like that's kind of forcing all of us into one mold. That's that's not how God created us. Like Come God on. created me much different than he created you with like different passions. And so I think if we are able to recognize what those passions are and then like be comfortable enough to express those and live those out, then you start okay, well, look, here's John over here who also has that passion or Sean, you know, that's, I think kind of how we met, we bonded first kind of through our athletic abilities because mm-hmm. we pursued that. Yeah. And then so many things fell into place after that. So yeah, I think that's brilliant. Yeah. So y'all got married when? April 16th, 2016. Oh, so we're like coming up on your three, three year anniversary. Three year. What do you yeah. give it three years? What's the gift? No idea. We didn't do that from day one. Yeah, I don't so. know. I can't remember. My counselor. I always Google I it every like... year when my counselor and I get to <laughs> yeah. our anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> That's it all was, I know. It was uh, wood last year. I don't know. It's like I truly don't even so know. You yeah. just made me feel really guilty. I'm like, I don't even Why? know what you're talking about. I don't, okay. yeah. <laughs> oh, there's like a, no, there's it's, like yeah. a, it's an old thing. Yeah. It's like up from like the early 1900s where you gave up. Wood, paper, cloth, like weird cotton to the gift. Is yeah, like ten. Yeah, it's very it's bizarre. Like every year, there's like, but you literally just like it's not like a monumental gift. It's like no. you give something that's just made out of paper. Yeah, I'm it's out. really weird. Yeah, I'm it's out. really <laughs> weird. Yeah, no, I'm out. not yeah. doing it. <laughs> 
Hey, friends, just wanted to interrupt to say thanks to our new partner, our new sponsor, Flamingo. Listen, Flamingo is getting real with us, talking about women and body hair. Body hair is a reality, and shaving is a big investment for women. The average woman spends over $10,000 in two months of her lifetime removing hair. There's a collection of women at Harry's, which is a brand that reinvented shaving for men, that saw an opportunity to create better hair removal solutions for women. The Flamingo team interviewed thousands of women about their body care routines and designed products for every step of your hair removal routine. I love the name Flamingo because it's like a nod to that one-legged pose you make in the shower when you're shaving your legs, right? Are you with me, else? And so it's like a flamingo standing. I thought that was really cute. So Flamingo wants you to enjoy shaving in 2019. So my friends can get the Flamingo Shave Set, a $22 value today, just for $16 plus free shipping. The Flamingo Shave Set includes an ergonomic weighted razor with a texture grip and hydrating aloe strip. And the Flamingo Razor is actually available in three colors with metal accents. They are so cute. It looks really good in your bathroom. It's two five-blade cartridges made to the same standard as men's at the Harry's factory in Germany that work for all the places you shave. Legs, knees, armpits, bikini lines, wherever. Foaming shave gel is also included with aloe vera, body lotion that hydrates and exfoliates for smoother skin over time, plus a hook to store your razor in the shower and a reusable travel pouch, which I find very helpful because you don't want to like cut yourself when you're just reaching around in your kit. So all products are cruelty-free and made without parabens, sulfates, mineral oils, or petrochemicals, which I think is really, really important. So get a set with all your shave essentials from Flamingo, the brand that Vogue, Glamour, and Fast Company are all talking about. A $22 value today for just $16 plus free shipping when you visit shopflamingo.com slash Annie. That's right. Visit shopflamingo.com slash Annie. And remember, it's Flamingo just like the bird because that's how we have to stand in the shower when we're shaving our legs. So shopflamingo.com slash Annie. At Lipscomb University, their online programs are shaped by a commitment to creating a better future. And with multiple undergraduate, graduate, and certificate programs to choose from, you can define what that future looks like and earn the same academically rigorous degree you'd get on their campus, all with the flexibility to fit your life. We know you're ready to lead, so pursue your goals and a better world at Lipscomb Online. Visit lipscomb.edu backslash online to learn more. That's L-I-P-S-C-O-M-B dot E-D-U slash online. And now back to the show. So do y'all feel like you have couple friends here in Nashville that are walking with you in your relationship? I think so. I think that was one of the main reasons why we stayed in Nashville instead of like going to LA full time is we have an amazing community of people around us and a lot of them are couples. We have single friends. We have, you know, our church community. But we do have some really, really strong couples in our life, which yeah. I think is really important. Yeah. Do y'all have mentors as well? Yes. Yeah. I, I feel like we have a I ton. Thought, you know Dr. X, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a mentor of mine. Okay. And then I have another one in Indianapolis as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy when you get married to think like, oh, well, now I have my one person and that's the only person I'm going to be spending time no. with. I think that's a really thing. <laughs> Sean's like, no. no. <laughs> well, we, we tried that out. It didn't end well. So. Yeah, that's well, right. <laughs> again, I think that's just like another miscon- misconception is people go into relationships and marriages thinking the other person completes them. Mm. The only person that completes you is God. Yeah. But then 
you can't spend every waking second together and be mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. You have to have a community of people. You have to have your own hobbies, your own passions that you get to just share with your spouse. It can't, you can't expect your spouse to be a part of 100% of it. Right. I don't think we're wired to no. do that. We did, I did another interview yesterday with a friend who's coming out in April, and I said, what do you like about your wife? And he said, we just... We like being together, but we do our own thing. Yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Like that's like that's how you would talk about a friend. Yeah. Too of like, yeah, I love when I get to do stuff with him or her. Mm-hmm. Also, I can sometimes go to the grocery store by myself. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be totally fine. Um, can we talk a little bit about football? Yeah, sure. This was one I, I don't know, Sean, if he told you a story, but I like just about cried on him at True Food <laughs> because it's been I just felt so um watching your football story over the last few years just was so inspiring to me with your um, perseverance. So will you back up just a little bit and talk about you got drafted by the Chiefs after playing at Vandy? Yeah, didn't get drafted. Oh, sorry. Um, got picked up in free you agency. Should have been so. drafted. Should have been drafted. In our hearts, <laughs> let's yeah. adjust yeah. history. Thank drafted. you for following all this, by the way. Yeah. That means wow. a lot. Um, so I was like, I'm a long snapper. Mm-hmm. So if you don't best know what that position means, in the NFL, yeah, because you don't get creamed. I probably often, agree. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, the only time I'm in is is on punts and field goals. So okay. I get like eight to ten plays a game. I'm not an like nobody would know my name unless you play for the Redskins. <laughs> and you get more punts. You go that? in a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, babe. Is that bad? <laughs> you trying to get me fired? Or? Is that a bad to say? <laughs> I thought uh, it was a good thing. Can we cut that out? No, 100%. <laughs> no, okay, okay, no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so got picked up by the Chiefs, and I was a number one long snapper coming out. And I thought... To put a year on this. 2015. Okay, 15. And I walked into Kansas City, and the coach pretty much said, hey, look, the job is yours. We're bringing in competition just in case because you're a young guy, and we need to essentially have uh, that to make our decision, like a little competition. Um, but you're our guy. So here I am. I walk in. I have a big head, so confident, excited. It was never my dream to play in the NFL. My my dream was to play Division One college football, and I oh, achieved that okay. dream. Yeah. NFL was just bonus. Um, but I walked That's into Kansas fascinating. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is something I talk about too. I feel like I feel like we all get caught up in this like treadmill of goals. Yeah. And it's so easy to not stop and appreciate. Hey, you know what? I my goal it. was, yeah, my yeah. goal was to play Division One college football, and I made that. That's brilliant. That's been something I've had to confront because my NFL career has been so tumultuous. So I walked into Kansas City, and ultimately, I had never struggled with anxiety or any psychological like problems. Yeah. But I was having anxiety attacks, like panic attacks. I would go out on the field and just literally be shaking. I didn't. Really? Yeah, I never experienced it. And I'd played in front of crowds of hundreds of thousands and like really high pressure situations. I just wasn't ready for the NFL where you're solely focused on that one Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Again, I think this ties back into dating where if you're, if you're like so obsessed with one thing, it can ultimately kind of hurt. Paralyze you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I got cut. And I got and y'all are dating at the time. Or we had just got engaged, and I got cut That's like right. three weeks later. Oh my gosh! Um, shook my world. I was and calling, the other guy gets it. The guy that they the brought other guy in. got the job. Yeah, and so that's what I mean. The NFL is crazy like that, where yeah. every day you're face to face with the competition, and you know one of you is going to get the job, and the mm-hmm. other's mm-hmm. going home without a job. Uh, but I was calling Sean on a nightly basis, um, crying. I was in mm-hmm. tears. Like it was brutal, and. Um, I would be going into team meetings and have these urges to just like shout stuff out, like yeah. like cuss words. And yeah. I'm like, I, I don't even cuss. And yeah. I, it was just like really weird. Oh so I got cut because of all that. And then I spent two or three months on the couch, signed up to be an Uber driver. I was just like, I didn't know what to do with my life. Wow. I was like, football's over. Yeah, I'm worthless. What was your degree at Vandy? 
So I got my civil engineering degree and then an MBA. Yeah. Um, so you're not quite as worthless but, as you think. <laughs> a baby but, degree will take you far. But I had put all my effort and focus yeah, into yeah. football. Got picked up by the Seahawks um, uh, in January 2016. Got cut via Twitter there. You're lying to me. I swear. You and just this saw it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. I still haven't talked to the coaches up there. Oh, I, that, my gosh. Yeah, I know. It's nuts. It's nuts. And that was like right before our wedding. Um. So we started our YouTube channel and all our social medias, yeah. and that's that's where that kind of that's where <laughs> that kind of getting you for banging the table. <laughs> that's that's when all that started when we started creating um, videos about us planning our wedding. Yeah. Um, and the Ra- the Raiders picked me up for the first time. That ended up, I signed with them three times. Oh my god! Never made the team. Right. And so the whole th- time, are you just like, yay! Oh, oh I mean, my it's gosh! Just a it's a roller coaster. Yeah, and ultimately, you get used to it, and you kind of yeah. it dampens. Um, so I, I've signed with six teams, eight different contracts, contracts in the NFL are not guaranteed. So you're pretty much, you're not making a lot of money unless you play on game days on Sunday, which which I I hadn't done. Yeah. Um, and so this past December, I had signed with this new league called the Alliance of American football, did a mini camp there, like a three day practice and sat the, the, the guys that the, the, special teams coach and I was like, Hey, look, thank you for the opportunity, but this isn't for me. I'm quitting football. Yeah. This is it for me. Cause I, I just look back on the, it took four years, like that, yeah. those six con- or eight contracts over four years. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm good with how my football career is. And also so the quit. whole time you're still working out, you're still keeping your body in check. Yeah. You're still doing all the things so you can play football. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, Which yeah. I think is a big part of the story because you could have quit anytime. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I kept showing up, which you know, it's not easy when Sean and I ultimately were building this business and we had a lot of other yeah. things to do. I would get a call and it would disrupt everything. And yes. Sean it was so patient to put yeah, up. Yeah, what's with it that. like for you watching him go through this kind of roller coaster? It was one of the hardest things I've ever had to go through just because I'm watching the love of my life have to go through it. But on the other hand, I think we are perfectly matched for that mm. because I had already gone through it. Sure. I had gone through literally every roller coaster that he went through. I almost could parallel to my life and my gymnastics career. Oh, wow. And so watching him go through it, I understood his guilt. I understood his depression. I understood his anger and anxiety. And I understood his feeling of being worthless. And I would just sit back and not coach him through it, but support him in a way Mm -hmm. of like, I remember how my parents supported me. I remember the people that what they said annoyed me. I remember... You know, I rem- remembered all of it, and I tried to just relay it to him in ways that hopefully he understood. I know at times it was very hard to hear anything just because mm-hmm. your your inner voice is so consuming. Yeah. But I think it was a blessing for both of us because I understood so much of it. Yeah. But it made it harder to go through it just because it was like reliving the heartbreak again, and it was... Yeah. I just and wanted just to fix it happening. for you. Yeah. Her being so well-equipped to, like, help help me through all that, is one of those things I look back on and um, I just think to myself, wow, God is so good to have mm. put this woman in my life who can uniquely speak to me about achieving your dreams as an elite athlete or not and what it's like to just pour everything in and, and not, obviously you want a gold medal, mm-hmm. but you also, like, you, we've uh, had so many you parallel made experiences. The NFL. To- <laughs> right. So you won a gold medal. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> That's right. Thanks, I think, well, I think one of the hardest You're saying was- I'm a better athlete? Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> you heard it here first it's always a combination um, I think one of the hardest things though by 
uh, just naturally, we as supporters, as family, if you haven't gone through it, your natural instinct is to say, don't quit, keep going. It's just a mistake. You can fix it. You know, the coaches are, are dumb. They, whatever. And I remember having my family, my, my close ones say that. And it just ate me alive because I was yeah. like, this isn't what I want to hear. Yeah. And I remember Andrew would get so frustrated with me because he's like, what should I do? And I told him, I was like, I cannot tell you that. Yeah. Because I remember as an athlete begging someone to tell me so I didn't have to make the decision on my own. Mm. And as soon as they did, I would just get mad. And I would push them out of my life. And I would say, I love you. And this is really hard, but this is your decision and your path and I'll support whatever you do. But it was, oh my gosh, it was hard. I just wanted to hug you and love you and oh my gosh, fix it. <laughs> and fix it, yeah. Yeah. So you quit. I quit football on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and then I get a call on Friday from the Redskins and they say, <laughs> hey, we need you ASAP. It's an emergency situation. We need you to play on Sunday. So I, I literally played. We need you to play on Sunday in two days. Di- didn't yeah. have a single practice. They just put me on a plane, flew me down to Jacksonville, and uh, and we actually kicked the game-winning field goal that game, which was a blast. It was so much fun. It was really fun. So, How did you feel different than the day when you were on the field with the Chiefs and you couldn't – and the anxiety was so bad? How did it feel different with the Redskins? Uh, fortunately, fortunately, I had figured out that my identity was not in athletic. Mm-hmm. So every time I stepped on the field in Kansas City, I was just worried that if I mess this up – Everything I've worked for ends because I'm an athlete and that's it. When I played for the Redskins, this is four years later, and I realized, you know what? God's given me an ability. This is a fun opportunity. I'm just going to go out there and and do what I I can and do the best at it. Um, So... Yeah, I'm. I'm really thankful. If if I had, I think, made the Chiefs my first year out, I would have been a weaker man. I don't think. I don't think it would have done uh, wow. me justice in some senses, if that makes sense. I think I yeah. became the man God ma- made me to be over the past four years of not making an NFL team. So that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching on Insta Story or on maybe it was a regular post. But you were like so vulnerable and cried when you got cut. The Jaguars. So that yeah. was yeah, that was the team I was with before the Redskins picked me up. Yeah, and so then and you then, play the first game yeah. in their stadium yeah. and kick the winning field goal yeah. or, or do the snap that mm-hmm. kicks the winning field exactly. goal. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's unreal. Yeah. And that's what and that's why I told you when I gave it to you at True Food, I was like, "Here's what you invited us into this whole story. So when you succeeded, I cried because I was like." It happened. Yeah. I saw this. I've been watching this and it happened. And it just, I just was so, and I've said this to you, but I just was as proud as you can be for a friend in this <laughs> kind of world. And as, I, I, yeah, I just was so um, moved by how you handled the whole thing. Thank you. I thought I thought she was going to tackle me in true food. I'm glad. <laughs> I, I was like, hey, oh I know, it was like Christmas Eve. <laughs> it was one that my parents it were was, here. And yeah. I was like, excuse me, I have to go talk to him no, right so now good. because it had just happened. Like, yeah. I feel like you yeah. Had, yeah. it was December. We had just played the Titans and then I still yeah. have one oh. more game. Yeah, we were and in town for that. Yeah, because I thought we weren't going to be able to spend Christmas here. But the Titans, the Redskins, because you played the Titans, let you stay yeah. Yeah. one night. Yeah, it was great. And so you got to, how many games did you get to play? Three games, which is considered an an accredited season in the NFL, which is so much fun. Yeah. So it's like, again, back to the treadmill of goals. Now it's, I'm tempted to think, oh, I want to play all 16 games and then I want to make the Hall of Fame and the whatever. Yeah. 
I'm so happy with how the story. I mean, ended. I love my, that you jumped from 16 games to Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. I mean, brother, maybe, maybe, I know. that was that was dramatic. That it's was okay, dramatic. I like it. It's yeah, a big dream. That. Yeah. It's an amazing dream. I love my, it. My story is not, uh, you know, work hard and your dreams come true. I don't think that's the the lesson necessarily. Yeah. I think I'm so thankful that on a personal level, I was able to play in that game. I think the moral of my story is more. Look, God's timing is perfect timing. Yeah. And whatever happens, if you work, as you said, like I was I was still working out and preparing yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, but it was in that process, it was in the journey that really all the value came. And, yeah. you know, it just so happened that I, I ended up playing in that game. I would have been um, perfectly fine if I hadn't, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the most beautiful things about the four years that he spent working with the NFL and outside of it was after every time he got cut, he would sit down and say, I don't know what to do next. Yeah. I don't know whether to continue. I don't know whether to pursue a desk job. I don't know whether to take on an entrepreneurial project. I, I just don't know. And it was just like God's timing, exactly what you said. You would just say, okay, let's just go on daily life. I'll start projects, I'll do wherever my like do whatever my heart is kind of calling me to do. And without fail, every single time an opportunity would arise, mm. God given opportunity, and it'd be like, Okay, I think this is what I'm supposed to do again. Yeah. And yeah. I just think I don't know. So many people go through that where they're like, I'm not sure and instead of making it on their own, they just you should let him make it for you. Yeah. I think that's brilliant to remind people. It is not like no matter it, work as hard as you can and you will eventually get what you want. That is not true. Right. But there are times where God sees what we cannot see and makes you who he wants you to be and who you really want to be Yeah. in the process. And then, I mean, the Bible is really clear that he rewards people. Right. It's not just, he he's intentional about rewarding people. And so yeah. even just the timing, that particular week being back in Jacksonville feels like the Lord went like, I it's insane. You. I know. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to reward you for this hard work and, so, so are you still a Redskin? I'm still a Redskin right now. Yeah. Okay. So, still do you go? What What happens now? <laughs> supposed to Supposed to show up for off season training uh, in mid April. Okay. Yeah. In DC? Is that where? Yep. Else just west. Like, yeah. Just west of DC. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even know what the town is called. What, We've barely uh, spent any time out there. I totally forgot. By the Dulles Airport. Whatever, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. And so, will you get a house there too? Do you have to have a place to live there? No. Nah, no. Nah. We do love it out there. It's great people, but Nashville's home. You'll stay. We yeah. usually just like rent an apartment or something. Right, for... right, right. And you can go with. Yeah. Whenever you want. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I just have had, I mean, I just want to, as a person 10 years ahead of you, just want to honor how y'all have handled that. And the things, I mean, the beautiful thing about watching, seeing your lives so much is that. Um, yeah, I just want to say that I'm a little bit ahead of you and y'all are doing this really well. Thank you. I Thanks, want to introduce you to my friends who listen to the podcast. If I didn't think y'all were doing this better than the average people. Thank, Thank you. you. So I just have been really, I mean, I really w was ready to tackle you at True Food. I was like, <laughs> I'm just so proud and it's just so fun to watch and I just yeah. cried. And so I think it's awesome. So what comes next for y'all? I don't really buying know. A house. Yep, buying a house. And letting us all watch it on YouTube. Yes. Do you love the YouTube community? They're, they're, they're like the sweetest people. Oh we really gosh, do. Yeah. It's a whole yeah. different crowd than anywhere else. Yeah, it really yeah. is. It really is. People who are always like, I'm on Instagram, I'm I'm going to jump over to YouTube and all my followers are going to come with me. It's like, no, yeah. it's a whole new world. Yeah. And I love it. I mean, it's yeah. it's been a learning experience for us, but we love it. 
Are you friends with Jeff Bethke? Do y'all know Jeff and Alyssa no, Bethke? No, no. Uh, remind me to introduce y'all um, because he's a big YouTube guy too and and does a lot of faith talk and talks about building family. I think y'all would be friends. Sweet. But they, and they live in Maui. So if you want to go visit friends. Let's go. Go to Maui. Yeah. Isn't they awesome? <laughs> yes. They're the best. Okay. So between now and when you go up in April, it'll just be house shopping and... House shopping and YouTube, just kind of the daily grind mm-hmm. of... The social media, which you're yep. well aware of. Yep. So is it mostly here in Nashville where you go back to LA a good bit? Um, we'll jump or, we go back to LA once between April as of right now. But we yeah. have a bunch of like events that we have to go to between now and then. Oh so. like things? Like work things or like um, weddings? Both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have a couple speeches and a couple like appearances and then a couple yeah. weddings. Yeah. So Man, I love y'all going on tour. I, I think it'd be fun. I'd love be it. Worth it. We stay busy. Sean has her own fitness line um, with classes and yeah. apparel, which is great. Um, I'm doing online classes now. Yeah. So I have one called Side Hustle Social, which is great. My goal is to teach people how to do social media with the hidden agenda that really before you start creating any content for social media, you have to know what that content's going to be about, which I feel yeah. like is so tied to what your purpose is and right. what your gifts are. So right. we do a whole section on that, which has been fantastic to see the testimonials. Um, so you are both very entrepreneurial. Is that just, that's just in you. You both like to just build things. What's your Enneagram numbers? Tell me that. Three. Of course. Yeah. Uh, do you remember yours? I always forget the number. I'm, <laughs> it's the loyalist. I think yeah. it's six, six. Six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. like half that and half the, it's like perfectionist. Yeah, that one. That one. You yeah. are perfectionist? Really? Yeah, really. <laughs> you know what's cool, Annie? I first heard you talk in uh, on a Crosspoint sermon. Uh-huh. Jeez, that had to be five years ago. No, it had to be longer than that, probably seven years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. And you were up there on stage saying, I don't know what I have to do to become a best-selling author. Yeah. And then now I look at your Instagram bio and what's it say? Best-selling author. That's right. That's right. So so proud of you. So proud of you. Thank you. It is really fun. One of the gifts of Nashville and being here as long as we've been here is that you get to see people work hard and you get to see Mm -hmm. the good days and the bad days. You get to see their real life friends and you get to see them do the thing you wanted them to do and you hope for them to do. And that's one of my very favorite things about being here. Yeah. So we get to do that for each other. Um, One of the best parts about our people who listen to the podcast is they are like loyal to the bone. So now you've got to have like, like you're for sure our favorite long snapper. Um, (laughs) You're the number one in the league to us too. But for both of y'all, when my friends who are listening think of you, what do you want them to pray for you? I think... I'm more convicted now about really being um, purposeful mm-hmm. and, in, and intentional with Sean. Like, it's so easy to think of the wedding day as the finish line sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's really just the starting line. So, um, definitely to make me a more uh, bearable husband, maybe is the best way to put Excuse it. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're an incredible husband. But then also, it's it's been really cool for us in our in our. Um, Content you put out two videos a day, a bunch of blog posts. Two a this. day? No, sorry, two I a week. Two, two a week. I was two like, that's, that'd uh, be y'all way gotta get much. out of here because <laughs> you got a lot of work to do. Much. Two a Gosh. week. We've two been week. Uh, we've been seeing like we don't really explicitly talk about our faith, mm-hmm. but we get so many messages from people who are saying, "Wow, thank you so much for emulating like a Christian marriage." Yeah. And so it's like, wow, what if we were actually? What if we were explicit with it? Yeah. Um. So I think praying for the wisdom and confidence to do that mm-hmm. just like knowing how to um yeah speak to that audience and connect with them well yeah. as a, so I, that would be one thing for me yeah. yeah 
I would just add on top of it because I was going to say a similar thing, just like praying for us, being able to have a voice that's impactful and purposeful. But I would say, I don't know if that's selfish, um, but praying for like our family in that. Mm. Yeah. Because it's not... Like your extended family or praying for the two of you as a family? I mean, both would be great. Um, But I was referring to like us as a family, family. just like protecting us as well mm-hmm. in making our lives so visible. That right. can be very difficult sometimes. Because really the more vulnerable you are in social media, probably the better that post performs or whatever it is, but, but you have to you're sacrificing something. Your so that's, that's something we're always aware of yeah. and always trying to balance. Yeah. It is a part that people don't know if they don't do this, yeah. is that there is a cost behind that we choose to pay to be yeah, vulnerable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it is it, it does feel real. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I believe you and yeah. I believe that you feel that. And so we will pray for that, pray protection. Because I don't know that there are a lot of other couples. I have a lot of couple friends in Christendom, and I don't know that many of them have as much fun as y'all have. And that is like my favorite thing. It's fun. Thank you. And so I love it. And so I, I like know. watching like you go on date nights and all that kind of stuff that you let the internet see. We're a mess. Yeah, yeah. no, it's so funny. Okay, can I tell you my very favorite video ever is oh, when gosh. you were talking about folding the laundry or emptying the dishwasher and Sean, you in the background were like, yeah. what are you saying? Wait, <laughs> what are you saying? I mean, if I could frame uh, a video, yes. I'd frame that. I <laughs> thought it was so funny. Oh yeah. my it gosh. killed me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay, but wait, also, don't you have a podcast? Andrew? I do, yeah, bro, yeah. My brother, Tim Shaw, was on it. That's I love Tim Shaw. He's he did a phenomenal job and I was yeah. honored that he could join me. Yeah. But my podcast is, is called Redirected. It's yeah. all about people who have kind of had interesting career changes because yeah. that's been my experience. I, I got my civil engineering degree expecting to, to build wells in third world countries. And then I went to business school Yeah, and then I played in the NFL and then I got kicked out. And so now we're doing social media. And so right. I sit down with people, whether it's like a UFC fighter who used to install HVAC or like Tim Shaw and his, yeah. and his uh, condition that completely redirected his life. Yeah. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I love it. It's on, um, YouTube, it's on Instagram TV, and uh, on wherever you find your podcast. Oh, it's so you're doing video and audio. It's a lot. It's well a lot. Done. Trying He's to cover. He's really yeah. good at it. Yeah, too. I'm. I'm a very harsh critic. <laughs> <laughs> Preach. But like, he asked me on his tenth episode if yeah. he could interview me yeah. for his podcast, and I was really nervous because I had so many people interview me before, totally. and I was like, I don't want my husband to be a bad interview. Right. <laughs> I don't know what to say. But he, you are incredible. Thanks, You're incredible. Man. Thanks. How are you, oh, Annie? Okay. Well, thank you. You're very kind. Um, okay, great. So say the title again. Redirected. 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 Okay. Yes. With Andrew East. That's right. <laughs> okay, we're ready. Okay, great. Um, okay, so the last question we always yes. ask, yes. that is one of my favorites, is because the show's called That Sounds Fun, what do y'all yeah. do for fun? It's all about physical activities for us. All about physical okay. activities. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a workout class. My goal is to uh, get Sean to climb Kilimanjaro oh, okay. with me. We're, oh, uh, face it sounds fun, but like... <laughs> Have you ever been like, have you ever, I mean, just climb a big flight of stairs? Yeah. <laughs> we could do that. That'd be a good Sounds warm up. terrible. We're running the Boston Marathon together. We are. Oh, cool. We have yeah. plans for Machu Picchu. This is what we do. Yeah. We oh, love, wow. Yeah. I was going to say, just, the thing that sounded fun to me, I don't know why this popped up in my head, is one of my favorite trips we've ever taken was to Moab, Utah. And uh-huh. we camped. So cool. Like, we actually just like camped. put a tent like a in tent? the middle <laughs> of the desert. Not even like a... No, like a tent. Oh, wow. Like, I woke up with hardcore. like... A tarantula in our tent. Oh, Ugh. that's awful. Um, but we went mountain biking every day, which was yeah. incredible. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so anything physical activity-ish you yes. are about. Machu yes. Picchu, I've heard, is 
Awesome. I yeah, want to go so you want to do the bad. whole hike. You don't want to do the like drop Seven it and finish days, it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. 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 If there were hotels at every stop, I could do it. <laughs> I just do not like sleeping in tents. That is not. <laughs> Wait, have you heard about there is one in Machu yeah, Picchu that is? you can do? Seven days. It's the whole hike. I've heard it's kind of pricey. Okay. But instead of like tents, every stop there is a small hotel. Okay. See, I'm about that yeah. life. I can be about hot that tubs life. too. I'm not rich, but I'll send you the link. So, yeah, send me the link. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can save up. Yeah, because <laughs> I'll do it if there's a hot tub at every stop. Yes, I'm not, there I'm is. There is. Let's do that. It's like fine. That's what y'all should do too. It's like fine dining it. and everything. Oh. A hundred percent, Sean. That is yeah. speaking my love language so hard. No. Yes. Okay. No. no. Okay, we'll Dude. just start at the same time and we'll just meet at Machu Picchu. <laughs> yeah, okay. Exactly. And when you exactly. get tired of camping, Sean, you yes. just text me and you yeah. can come over and get in the hot tub. Okay, perfect. You can keep living your life, Andrews. You can do whatever you want. Um, thank you guys for being on the show. Yeah, I thanks for having you. Me. What a great couple to get to know and for my people to get to know. I just think I think very highly of both of you. So I'm thank glad you are here. It's very you. sweet. Thank you. You guys, don't you love them so much? Okay, listen, make sure you go to our show notes so that you can get links to all the good stuff they're working on. There we have a link to Sean's fitness line. We have a link to Andrew's side hustle business. We have a link to Andrew and Sean's YouTube channels, their Instagram handles, as well as Andrew's podcast. Y'all, they are making so much good stuff. You're going to love it. So make sure you check out the show notes that are here wherever you're listening to your podcast, but then also on my website, AnnieFDowns.com. You can go to the podcast page and get all the information there. And make sure you go and follow them on all the places, Instagram, Twitter, and make sure you tell them thanks for being on the show and how much you enjoyed it and what you're going to be praying for them. And... Are we Redskin fans now? I don't know. I feel like it. You know how I feel about the Falcons, but I'm not friends with the long snapper of the Falcons. And now friend of the show stuff, right? I mean, it's a Dansby Swanson problem that whether you're a Braves fan before, you are now because of Dansby. Whether we were Washington Redskins fans before or not, now we are because we love the long snapper. I know. And if you didn't already have a favorite gymnast, Sean Johnson East, right? She's just the best. I just think so highly of both of them. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation with them and you will tell them that. If you need anything else from me, I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs all over the place. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you need me. That is where I am. And if you have any friends who you think would love this show, make sure you share it. And if you get a chance to rate and review it, that would mean the world. I think that's it for me, you guys. We got one more show for the That Sounds Fun Couples 2019. And it's a good one. Pastor Kevin and his wife, Ree, the Queens, are going to be here with us on Thursday to wrap up the month of couples. So make sure you tune in. If you haven't already subscribed, subscribe today so you don't miss it on Thursday. And now go out and do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. And we will see you on Thursday with the Queens. Y'all have a great week.